This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, because Sip today is not just Double Barrel Wednesday. No, no, no. I mean, it is that. But it is also early National Signing Day, which means if as long as we get anybody signing an LOI today during the show, letter of intent, we will play the fax machine sounder. I don't remember what that sounds like. What does that sound like? Glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is just I a test. Really this ask. is just a test. This is not a sound that we're going off for a person. Yeah. Here it is. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there it is. Harrison. Yeah, there it is. Harrison. Five years I've listened to this. That's right. Prepare yourself for that. For several. Letters of intent signed this morning during the show. It'll play every time. I, I don't miss. I don't miss. I know. You really get into this. My favorite bits of the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Er, it, you know, early, when you say it's early National Signing Day. Oh, yeah. You want to do some dancing? I'm, yeah, I got it back. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, not done with that yeah, yet either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the dancing yeah, mood yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. When you say it's early National Signing Day, it just doesn't have quite the impact. Well, I can't. Like, as not National Signing Day. Well, guess what? It's That's how it's gone right now in college sports. It's <laughs> the impact of the cool February Signing Day has is now gone. Yeah, it's all about today and the next two days, really. It's, it's interesting, too, the impact that the portal has had on recruiting in general. It's just not... I don't. I feel like it's diminished the impact of of traditional high school recruiting, right? Yes, it has. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, now the thing that I would be concerned about if I were a you know someone in position of power is that it affects the high school kids. There's not, you know, uh, I mean, if you just look at Nebraska, they're not, they're just just numbers wise, they're not this this round. They recruited fewer high school kids, which means fewer opportunities. The portal, in some ways, means fewer opportunities, doesn't it? Yes, in some I would, ways. I, yeah, it has to because more. Yeah, more scholarships are going to go to people that have already played college football. Yeah, a lot of certain a lot of uh, it's really the FCS part of this discussion is really interesting because FCS players now the FCS is affected by this big time. Like, look where Nebraska's going to get guys. They went and got Montana's best receiver, Samari Ture. Yep, they got their punter, too, yesterday. And they got their punter, who's... Now, think about... What's his name? Brian Bushimi? Yep, that's right. Brian Bushimi. Brian, think about Brian Bushimi for a second. All right? This is... Okay, Brian Bushimi's an All-American at the FC level. Okay. Okay. He would have been a top fifteen punter at the FBS level. You can the 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 punter discussion is much different than a defensive tackle discussion or a linebacker discussion, right? Because he's a punter. He's his his work carries over to the next level. Without, I mean, it's you know, it's not like he's going to be facing bigger guys, right? You see what I'm saying? Yes. The rim is still ten feet. Hoosiers, Hoosiers. Yep. I mean, you tell that guy, there's no, there's no change in what you're doing. You're a top fifteen punter in the FCS. You'll be a, you're, you'd be a top fifteen punter in the FBS. So, that's uh, they got a great. I think they got a, their punter. 
Brian Buscemi from well, Montana. I, yeah. And they got a kicker, Timmy Bleakroad. <laughs> well, it's nice to Furman. see it's nice to see that they realize what they needed from during the offseason, which is still quite a bit, but they they went to what is a major need and that's special teams and specialists because Scott Frost said this year it's it's a specialist problem more than a special teams problem, right? That was yeah, and they addressed it. <laughs> they addressed it. Uh-huh. So hopefully uh, Brian Buscini can be just as good at Nebraska as Samari <clears throat> Ture was coming from Montana because he was great last year, mm-hmm. a good addition, mm-hmm. and uh, this is important for Nebraska to add. So now, so as it stands, Nebraska has, I don't know, do they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve guys in the class, um, the class of twenty-two, uh, as far as commitments. Um, that includes, by the way, three in-state players. Ernest Hausman, That's right, from Columbus. Jake Applegate of Lincoln Southeast and, and Gage Stinger of Millard South. Um, they could still add today Emmett Johnson, a, a Minneapolis running back. Yep. Um, and the Huskers appear to be in strong position. I'm just reading Parker Gabriel's recruiting rundown uh, and on HuskerExtra.com right now. Parker Gabriel's working already. Hey, Parker, if you're awake, hello. Yeah, Thank you for your yeah, coverage. Because your he's help. doing that thing that you're doing. What's that? He's watching for the letter of intent. <laughs> he's, waiting, he's waiting for my sounders. Yeah. I, I wonder if he has a sounder in his phone that he plays. Maybe he's playing well, the just, one you have. Yeah, he probably is. I can send it to him. I yeah. created it, so I'll send it to him. I don't think, and again, I'm just looking at what Parker's writing. I don't know that there could be there could be a commitment today. Um, well, we talked about Emmett Johnson, but a surprise. There could be a surprise like Justin Evans Jenkins from uh, Irvington, New Jersey. There's a couple JUCO. There's a couple JUCO guys. Um, Salete Fivilaki. <laughs> I just made try, that, try up. that one. Again. Yeah, I don't know. He's from <laughs> Snow College. He's a defensive lineman. We're supposed to pronounce names right, so I'm just glossing over that. Okay. Um, so, um, well, if you want some news from yesterday regarding the recruiting class, yeah, they, what they is did, that? They, they got Jaden Gould, who's right now their top-rated player in this class, a four-star. The only four-star, if you care about the stars and those rankings, Jaden Gould is is the highest-ranked player in Nebraska's class. Re- yesterday, signed, or, you know, committed to Nebraska yeah, from Oradell, Oradell, yeah. New Jersey, defensive back, 6'2", 190 for yep. him. Yep. Also added yesterday, Deshaun Singleton, a defensive back from Hutchinson, Kansas, six foot three, 200 pounds. Those are yes- yesterday's additions. Now the highest-rated in your class, those two. As of from yesterday, so yeah, so they got a couple. I mean, it, they got a four-star yep, defensive Jane back. Gould. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, as usual, it looks like Travis Fisher has done well in, in in fortifying his room. Right. Well, if you look right now, if you look at Husker Online, their their ratings rankings of the kids for four of the five top players in this class of eleven so far is uh, our defensive backs. <laughs> Is that right? Yep. Jaden Gould, Deshaun Singleton, Malcolm Hartzog, and Jaleel Martin are four of the top five ranked players in this class, and those are all defensive backs, you know, recruited by Travis Parker Fisher. Gabriel. Parker Gabriel, God bless him, just texted. What's he got? Grant Page. Okay. Grant Page um, is likely not signing. Now, he's a receiver from Colorado. Right. Uh, not signing. Uh, you won't play that little song. No, I'm not playing it for people who don't sign. I play it for people who do sign. He, he's probably headed to SMU. Okay, says Parker Gabriel. Thank you, Parker. Who is recover? I mean, I'd say Parker covers this stuff at an incredibly high level. How about that? 
Yes. Thank you, Paul. I, I believe. I, uh-oh. We, we have a sounder. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, it's geez. time. Seven minutes in the show. It's time. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who can it be now? I just mentioned his name. Sip the top ranked player of the class. Jaden Gould is the first person to sign his letter of intent today. A four-star, again, from Oradell, New Jersey. Committed yesterday. He has signed his letter of intent he is in with Nebraska. All right. Letters one. Let the music play. Minute work. Yep. Bring it home. It <laughs> <laughs> will not be the first time you hear that sounder today. So it's. <laughs> bring it home. Bring. What's his name? Jaden Gold. Jaden Gould. Yeah. Bring Jaden Gould home. Bring him yep, to Lincoln. Got a check mark by his name. Oh, good That's job. It. Yeah. Man, I'm, you I'm are in, into I'm this. On, I'm on track. Yeah. You, you're you into this. I, well, I, I like it. It's uh, it's fun to see our show, this time frame, get a lot of breaking news for, on this day. That's why I like this day. News actually happens from 6 to 8 for us today. It's great. Um, news that was not surprising but unfortunate for Nebraska yesterday re- regarding a current player on the team. Cam Jurgens, SIP Nebraska center, who was thought to be, if he came back, maybe a guy that could contend for... The Remington Award uh, has announced he's going to enter his name into the NFL draft. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, th- that was expected, but it gets. He put a, news video, all the a same. video out on Twitter yeah. regarding it last night. Yeah, um, a Beatrice native, and that is the best player Nebraska has on either side of the ball. That's the significance, which is great significance. That, that's, that matters. Now, he's a four year, he's been in the program four years. So it makes sense from that standpoint, right? Right, makes sense. But this is this is a player that you you. I think people thought if he came back for one more year, could really elevate. What mm-hmm. was a good year this past year? But can you put back to back years in tape, improve next year, and even elevate your status more? Because he was a third team All Big Ten center. Uh-huh. Linderbaum's gone to the draft. He'll be a first round pick likely from Iowa. Yep. And can you get to the first team? Can you get to second team next uh-huh. year? And uh-huh. that w- that would elevate you even more from what you are right now. Yeah. I well. We think if he would have a good year, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what he's hearing. Um, well, I'm not sure, but I've heard. I've heard a couple weeks ago that what he's being told is third through fifth round. Now, third round, that's pretty good. If he could edge up into the third round, how much better could he get next year than third round? If he's a third rounder, second round probably, because you don't see centers in the first. Well, Linder, Linderbaum will be a first round pick. From Iowa. I, do, I do believe that. But it doesn't yeah. happen very often. He, he is an elite center. Yeah. He's, you know, there's no doubt he was the best center in the land this year. That was pretty obvious for the whole season. He'd be the best center on the, in the sea, too. Land and sea. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I would assume so. Uh, He's yeah. playing center under the ocean. Right well, now. I don't know. Uh, Tyler Be- Be- Biotish. Thank you. Uh, Tyler Biotish mm-hmm. was the Remington winner the previous year. And just for, for comparison's sake, there, um, well, he was picked in round four. Okay, yep. Kuiper. Okay, Kuiper. Mel Kuiper. Yeah, yep. yeah. You're you're telling me that Linderbaum's a surefire first rounder. I've seen several mock drafts that put him not like top fifteen, but first round. Okay. Just for comparison's sake, the best center in the land and by sea. In in the the previous year, uh, well, two nineteen. It was two nineteen when Biotish was a was a uh, unanimous All American. He was a he was a fourth rounder, Jake. So how much better than the second than the third round could you even get? I'm just looking at 
I got you. We don't need to pick. I, I have open up. There's mock drafts that have Tyler Linderbaum going in the first round. Now, I need to make sure where, where, Creed, where Creed Humphrey went for the Chiefs this past year because he's had an excellent year from Oklahoma. I can look that up for he, you. He, was, he has been – that's a guy that people – were very high on before the draft. I think he went second round. I'm not. He's either fir- late first or he's second round. But that's somebody who has been not just great, good, but but excellent this year for the Chiefs. I'm here to serve. Excellent. He's round two, round pick two. 63. Okay, so almost almost third round then. Yeah. And but he has been really really good. And people thought he could be a, a high first round, sorry, a high second rounder, and maybe end of the first round. But he went late second round. Well, that helps your case out here right. regarding how high can Sanders really go. All speculation aside, um, I know I'm not exactly Bill Cower, but I would say that that um, this kid, Cam Jerkins, will be an NFL player for many years as long as he avoids the injury bug which I don't he had the foot foot issues a little bit but he's been fine um I think he'll he'll be excellent in the NFL because of his explosive as athleticism I'm having a little trouble talking over here today um explosive to us explosive athleticism and and he's got a great motor right and I mean he's got the snap thing down what what's stopping him what would be what would the only thing that stops him is himself at this point that was the only thing that would do it he he jake he is an nfl player that's what he is because there's not many guys walking around like him how many guys do you know in your life who are 64 300 or 64 295 and are that fast <laughs> and that quick uh not many no you just don't know many no. so it's not sometimes it's sometimes it's kind of just um you can overthink things in this world. Cam Jurgens, I mean, there's just if he goes into a weight room, if he's at uh, I don't know, where do you work out Prairie Life or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, if he, what if you see Cam Jurgens in Prairie Life? I mean, what's that look like? You, I think, you I think look people at, are watching him yeah, saying, dude, this guy's a freak over Yeah, there. you'd look at exactly. Look at this guy. Yeah. Like, what is that? That's not a normal plates on his bench. Yeah, that's not a normal guy, right? That's an NFL guy. That's what NFL guys are. They're very unique. They're uniquely talented. They're uniquely gifted athletically um, and strength-wise, and that's what he is. So there you go. I think his decision's good. I don't imagine if I was the head coach of Nebraska, I'd be thrilled by uh, it because you just not. lost your best player who was eligible to return for two more years because of the COVID-9 eligibility freeze in 2020. Here's a question from Sandman. COVID-19. Yeah, COVID-19. Yeah, I called it COVID-9. I'm, I'm, this is, it's been a long well, week. Have some, have some coffee. It's fine. You're Thank you for okay. your patience. From Sandman. This is a, this is a positive question. Enter Sandman. You have some negative stuff, but this is a positive one, and this is a good question. He says, hey, good morning, guys. Is Cam Jurgens an example of someone that Frost has actually developed? He played tight end coming in, but was developed into a center and here he is going early to the NFL draft. Well, I've, I've, I say it sometimes, but you can – yes, yes, Sandman. He is definitely an example of that. But there are plenty of examples of that on that team. If you just start at the top, and that's probably where you should start, but you would say that Cam Taylor-Britt was developed very well as, as coming here as a quarterback. And now – I mean, he, he was a quarterback in high school. He didn't come here as a quarterback, but he was a quarterback in high school – that didn't – if he played corner, it wasn't very often. And they made him into an NFL corner here. 
Okay, those mm-hmm. are two pretty good examples, right? Yes. Um, I can you can come up with several actually, if you think about. Okay, Austin Allen, not recruited by this staff, recruited by Riley. But how could you say Austin Allen wasn't oh. developed at a high no, level? Austin Allen is a great example of somebody that was developed. Right. So when people say, well, they're not developing, you know, they yell into the microphone. Yeah, well, I think you can come up with, with uh, examples where they are developing. A lot of them, in fact. Um, we just said their three best players were developed. You think JoJo Doman didn't develop He developed, here? yeah. He developed. Yeah, JoJo Doman developed into a second-team All-American. Those are Jojo Doman didn't come here as that sort of player. All right, at all. Think about it. Bus well, were well, a problem. Well, yeah, there's there was injury problems early on. People weren't sure he's ever going to play here. He right. had he had injuries for his first couple of years in Nebraska. Right. Then he got, you know, then he got healthy and yeah, he turned into a really really you good can, player. You can point at guys that are in the midst of development right now, R- Ramir Johnson, who who he's clearly gotten better at Nebraska. And his best days are ahead of him. Um, how many? How many more you want? Let's just keep going. No, that's okay. I mean, look at. I, I would say those two inside linebackers are examples. The guys that have, that are in development, they're in. They're within development, but you see it happening. Well, I think a great one also to to mention is is Damian Daniels. Yeah, absolutely. A guy, a yeah. guy that came in. We had we had yeah, issues, absolutely. concerns about you know could he stay in shape? Could he be on the field for more than ten snaps right. a game? He was out of shape. Yeah, he's better. And and now he's somebody that you know is is hopefully for him going to get drafted. He's leaving early at yeah. least. Yeah, it, the people who just shout into microphones that they don't develop players are they just don't think about it. They don't they talk without thinking. I mean, there's it's happening. We just rip ripped off some off the top of our head. Um, I'd say Quentin Newsom fits that. Quentin Newsom's a good corner. Would you would you say Quentin Newsom's anything but a good corner right now? I'm not saying he's great. Good, but what what. He, he didn't have any major problems. No, I, this mem- year. I, mem- I remember Joel Clatt and Gus Johnson were impressed by him, and mm-hmm. I think Ohio State in that game, and, and maybe one of their games. He's he played. a kid who's coming on. He's so, a good player. Yeah. So there's there's development going on, but yeah, Sandman, Jurgens is a great example. They turned him from a tight end to a a center who's going to get drafted. Um, that's pretty good. That's what's so funny. You know what time it is. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. Oh, if we interrupt God. this commentary for a sounder. All right, let's go to receiver. Victor Jones Jr. has signed his letter of intent from Orlando, Florida receiver, six foot two, one eighty four. Victor Jones, the second person to sign their letter of intent this morning. For Nebraska. Look at that. The first segment, we already have two faxes in. Right. It's a yeah, beautiful keep it going. It's a beautiful Bring day. Bring them home, minute work. Bring them home. Bring them home. It's a beautiful day. It really Victor is. Victor Jones. Victor Jones. He joins Jaden Gould so far to sign their letters of intent. He's this got that morning. size I like, six foot two. Now, can he run? That's the key. Can he run? Can he run? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see on that one. Any yes. receivers you want to point out? I mean, any. I mean, as far as who have developed, yeah, we don't need to go through the whole roster, but I would say that there, D- D- Betts is in the developmental stage. By the way, Mickey met with all Mickey Joseph, who's the new receivers coach, met with all the receivers, but then noted that he met individually with Betts and Manning, um, knowing that those guys are his bell cows. I'm sure, right? Yes. 
What else, um, what else you got over there, Kuiper? I'm, well, I'm, I'm just trying to read all the texts coming. There's quite a few this morning. Is there? Well, you can oh. always, by the way, you can always call or text the show at 402-464-5685. Um, okay, this is from Tyler. This goes back to Cam Jurgens. This is, this is uh, from Tyler in Aurora. Again, this is a compliment to Scott Frost on this one. Compliment. A rare compliment yeah, know, for the head coach. That, that deserves its own sounder, right? That deserves its own sounder. <laughs> yeah, who's who's usually the human pinata. Uh, it gets a little bit of a compliment. This is Tyler from Aurora, first-time texter, he says. Remember when we were seeing if we could continue with Jurgens at center? Scott stuck with him and actually said he'd be great. One of the good things from Frost. Yeah. So it was sort of a backhanded compliment. Well, but it is, but he also said he stuck with his guns. He didn't pull him, didn't put him in a different spot, didn't put him back at tight end or put him at a guard. He right. kept him at center saying, this is going to stuck work. Stuck with it. I get you. And yeah. you're going to like it. It's yeah. going to work. Yeah, that's correct. Tyler. That was Tyler? Tyler in Aurora. <laughs> yeah. You say Aurora kind of funny, by the way. Go Aurora. ahead. Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> I say Idaho weird, too. Say it's it. T- I, I emphasize the wrong part of Idaho. I go Idaho sometimes. <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Okay, well, the day's off to a good start. For- uh, Michael in Columbia, South Carolina says, I'm excited to see what Mickey Joseph can do with Xavier Betts, Omar Manning, and Elante Brown. Yeah, I'm glad he mentioned I'm glad he mentioned Elante Brown. Um, there's a couple – Young receivers like Nixon, you know, Will, Will Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, yeah. You want to see that? You want to see what, what that looks like, right? Um, I, I when I don't have a depth chart in front of me, I'm I'm dangerous. But those are those are a couple guys that that I wonder about what Mickey can do with. There's some other guys on that roster, Grimes, um, Camonte Grimes. Yeah, Camonte Grimes. I kind of wonder about, about him. him. Well, there's three freshmen that didn't play, which mm-hmm. which is. I mean, freshmen can play receiver. Now, those guys never saw the field, um, so I don't know what that means exactly. Um, I think I think they need to go get some receivers. Is what I is what what I'm what I think. So, Jake, we're off to a rollicking start. Yes, on early National Signing Day. That's right. This is early <laughs> National Signing Day. The There'll be another one. one. The main one. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting what's happened with recruiting and how it's how the conversations change so dramatically and and it's kind of confusing right isn't it kind of confusing i sense some frustration over there from you oh or, no uh, maybe a sense a bit of sadness oh i don't know how would you how would you assess your your feelings toward this well here I, maybe what i because, should do because is because i'm with you it, it, signing day was meant to be the first wednesday in february it, it was forever and mm-hmm. then it changed what two years ago or three years ago? Oh, 2018. Okay, three years ago. You're talking when the transfer yes. portal came out? No, no, when, when early National Signing Day went, was, moved, was moved to no, December. That was probably three years ago. I think it was three years ago. But, but anyway, the transfer portal came onto the scene in, 2000, in 2018. I will read some interesting quotes from Ron Brown. Ron Please Brown. Please do. There's a couple. Can I, can I establish a couple things before this, this um, segment ends? Yes. Ron Brown, who now I don't know if he's going to be the running backs coach. I talked to Ron Brown Monday night for an article, and he just didn't want to get into that because no decision has been made. Okay, Understood. as of Monday night. Okay, but we talked about how he he was summoned after the November eight firings of the four offensive staff members. Ron was among those summoned to go out on the road. Well, Ron obviously knows what he's doing on the road, having. 
recruited for Nebraska from 87 to 2003 and then from 2008 to 2014. Yeah, he's got 33 years in the business. I'm going to get to a change. I want to tell you some of the guys that he recruited, though, okay, that Ron Brown recruited. Um, I'll give you Ralph Brown. I'll give you Mike Brown. Good start. I'll give you Grant Wistrom. Getting better. I'll give you Tracy Wistrom. I'll give you Mike Rucker. I'll give you Johnny Mitchell. I'll give you Michael Booker. I'll give you Jay Foreman. I'll give you Tyrone Hughes, Toby Wright, Richie Incognito, Quincy Anunwa, Matt Davison, Tyrone Leggett, Nate Swift, Trevor Johnson, Kenny Wilhite. He recruited a total of 44 eventual NFL players. Dang. And four first rounders. Wow. There you go. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Ron Brown. Yeah. Now, he can handle this stuff. But it's changed. Yeah, that, he says. Here's what he says of the portal. It's it's con- you'll like this because you like analogies. He says it's constant. There's movement everywhere. It's like you're driving your car and you're doing well on the interstate, and all of a sudden you're approaching New York, Houston, or L.A. Now I said, in other words, you're approaching a quagmire. He said now suddenly there's incredible amounts of traffic. Now all of a sudden you're bottlenecked. As you get near the city at rush hour traffic, that's what the portal feels like in recruiting. It feels like rush hour traffic in L.A. with cars everywhere. Do you understand what he's saying? Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> it, but but it yeah. sounds awful, really. Yeah, what I what I wrote is during better times in the sport. That's my opinion. During better times in sport, and I think you agree, and I think most people agree. They just don't want to admit it, right? There, it's it, come on. Do you think do you think college football is better off with NIL no, and the transfer portal? I do not. Do you, I do, stand by that. I said it early are people, on. Like are you. people starting to understand that the disaster, the utter disaster that is NIL, it is an utter disaster at this point. I know Corey's going to kill me for saying that, but Corey, I have way too much information that would suggest it is an utter disaster. Um, but anyway. <laughs> During the, you di- be- you during the better uh, times in the sport, my opinion, recruiting involved coaches being able to evaluate a player for two years or more. There was time for page- for patience. That still happens, of course. They're Like these kids that are signing out of high school, that, that's happening. But it's happening less, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, trans- the transfer portal has changed it. It's cut into what you might call normal recruiting. Do you, under, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I do. Now, all of a sudden, Ron Brown, this is back to Ron Brown quote. Now, all of a sudden, Ron Brown, 64-year-old, 65-year-old Ron Brown, now all of a sudden you're dealing with young men who are fresh off the transfer portal, portal who you don't know much about. You've got to look under the hood to see what makes them tick and make quick and correct decisions. Um, think about it, Jake. What, this is a, what's the transfer portal about on both sides? Quick fixes. Quick fixes, yep. Yeah. Quick fixes. Those are, in your life, quick fixes are, are risky, right? Oh, sure they are. In a relationship, quick fixes are don't, risky. You don't usually work out that way. Right. The player's often seeking a quick fix in his life, and the coach is seeking the same. What's Frost thinking right now? Quick fix. God, geez, when you got to get the ship get, going here. got to get this going. And he goes and gets a punter that average. He goes and gets a punter. That, well, he goes and gets the best FCS punter. And he goes and gets a kicker, uh, Timmy Bleakroad, who is nine for nine inside forty? That's what you're looking for. Consistency, reliability. Yeah. yeah, Bill Bush went and got those guys. By the way, those are Bill Jake. Do you understand? Those are Bill Bush recruits. I like. Give it. the man a job, okay? 
He recruited your punter, your kicker, I think, and your backup kicker. He's he's you're leaning on him to recruit your quarterback, Miles Brennan. You might as well just hire him full time. I'm just saying. That's I, just me. I liked hearing yesterday that Brian Buschini, the the puncher from Montana, his goal is to make punting boring again. Yeah, that is beautiful. But you know what they call him, Brian Boomshini. I imagine I'm going to hear you say that several times next season. Oh, did you see that punt from Boomshini earlier? He really boomed that one, didn't he? You know his you know who his his punting idol is, right? Sam Cook. Well, that's a good one yeah. because he's Nebraska. He, guy. he emulates Sam Cook of Seward. Well, Sam Cook ha- has had a long NFL career yes, and was has. great in college as well. Yes, Kuiper. I know you know all uh, the yeah. NFL personnel. Jake, Jake, Jake Kuiper over here. <laughs> Uh, by the way, our signing day coverage today is brought to you by Members Own Credit Union. You can treat yourself to a credit card without hidden fees and rewards points galore. Learn more at MembersOwnCU.org and Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air and Electric. Trust the HVAC pros with 24-7 service. Call 801-797-3306 or go to ActionPlumbing.net. Thank you for them for sponsoring today. Our coverage of signing day, again, so far, two uh, people have, have uh, signed their LOIs. Victor Jones Jr. from... Orlando, Florida receiver, and Jaden Gould, the defensive back from Oradell, New Jersey, have so far signed their letters of intent this morning. You can be sure to know we will update you throughout the show if any more come with our uh, faxing machine sounder. But until then, we'll be joined by Husker Online Sean Callahan next on Early Break on the Ticket. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report. Closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud survey. Deloitte.